from the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python, Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and myself, Benjamin James, here for another spectacular episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. And to open the show, unfortunately, uh, um, since we last left you a week ago, there have been uh, a couple of shootings. Matter of fact, the Atlanta one happened right after we recorded matter of fact the day after um so first and foremost first order of business is uh thoughts of prayers uh love feelings any kind of healing to the families of of the victim loss a total of 18 people eight in atlanta 10 in uh, colorado in boulder colorado at the grocery store shooting that just occurred yesterday i believe it all kind of blends together but nonetheless uh two kind of different scenarios but uh, you know i I hate to bring the start the show with such a a somber note but it is definitely the most pressing thing you know we talked a lot about we brought this up on who knows what episode but i I, want to say it was rick maybe in the middle of the the pandemic and the corona frenzy it was kind of like hey you know there's no mass shootings anymore well you know as soon as the the crest of the wave seems to have broken and it's starting to subside just a little bit with the vaccines coming out and people getting a little more confident to walk around and take their masks off. Well, here we go. You know, here, here we go with mass shootings. I believe uh, the two big ones have been in the media where the, like I said, the Atlanta and the Colorado one, however, there's been more uh, seven in seven days, according to Mexican Nostradamus, right before we started recording. I don't know all the details of all of them, but So to begin the show, uh, we'll start with the Atlanta one. And now to recap a little bit, we had on episode 38 uh, last week, we were talking a lot about Asian hate crimes. Um, You know, that's something that's very personal to the three of us. None of us, mind you, are are Asian, uh, except, well, Ben is a 25%. So that, but Rick and myself are both uh, married into the Vietnamese culture. So our kids obviously have that as a part of them. And it's something that hits close to home. And a lot of family members are involved and, and are you know grieving because of this and are walking around a little bit cautious and a little scared because of all these actions that have occurred. But anyway, I've, I've, I've talked a lot. I'll turn it over to the, uh, the guys here. But I guess we'll start with talking about um, last week. We were talking about the Asian hate crimes and maybe how it was related to sort of a uh, like a lingering effect of the Trump presidency. So Ben, I think you want to kick it off and kind of re oh. reiterate that point or oh, wh- yeah. I mean, what, wh- this- what developed after that? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is basically just, uh, this is what happens when you rile up people. This is what happens when you, you know, you, you play these, these, these games with uh, social division and, and, and you've run up the, the scoreboard, you know, against ethnic minorities. I mean, this happens every single time. You know, this is the second mass shooting that's on that's blood on his hands after what happened in uh, El Paso with Walmart. I mean, he talked about immigrants. He talked about that. And the same guy who shot it up was another Trump supporter who was hard, hard on anti-immigration, anti-immigrants. And now the same jerk off who went and killed all these people in Atlanta, just another person who got caught up in the rhetoric. So, I mean... This, unfortunately, is just a pattern that happens. If you rile up these people, if you get them angry, 
they're not very intelligent people. They're easily persuaded. They're easily motivated and they act out without thinking. And so, you know, it's a bad situation, you know? And, and so now here we are again at the precipice with Boulder, another shooter. Um, We don't know what, what's going to happen or what we're going to do. Is he a Trump supporter? That I don't know. So, you know, you're, you're reading some things that maybe was or wasn't. I do know that he, you know, I do know that he did. Okay. And this is, this is verified. I do have a little bit of information, not necessarily because I know who he's from or who he is, but he was a jujitsu player. He did do wrestling. He did do jujitsu. So I do know that for sure. There's pictures of him holding up his Naga medals and stuff like that. So the guy definitely competed probably was, you know, so that, that, that's what I do know for sure about him. And that I believe his family, he's born in the United States, right? Or most of his life is in the United States. Um, Syrian. Uh, that's yeah, where his family's Syrian from. Descent. Syrian descent. So, you know, that's a that that whole that whole thing is very very uh, complicated. So we don't know anything roughly about that, but we do know that there is one overarching part of all these shooters is you know the, these these people definitely have mental issues. You know, there's something wrong with them. Um, I think two of them were coaxed by the former president with his rhetoric, but. We don't know exactly the motive of the boulder shooter. So that, that kind of puts us into a, this weird conundrum of mass shootings. As soon as people can go outside, they're like, they're, they're losing their shit. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Well, um, to address the, uh, the Atlanta shooter, um, it doesn't appear that it was politically motivated or even racially motivated. What do you the, the investigation from the police officers in Atlanta and their press conferences have said that the man had serious mental issues and some sort of addiction, sexual addiction. Now, that's what that's what the investigation is calling out. I'm not sure. You know, I, they haven't concluded it yet, but that's where they're going with. Um, so I don't know if it's, you can call it a hate crime yet. I'm not sure you can attribute it to the former president. Federal okay. government, federal government is looking into making it into a hate crime. So I want to bring up too that there was social media. Am I wrong? There's social yeah, media. Social media talking uh, shit about it. Uh, post that he had made that have surfaced from the past that was, um, I can't quote it verbatim off the top of my head. But he was anti, uh, his anti-China rhetoric. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, no. This this guy was clearly another person riled up. Like I said, same thing with the shooter from El Paso. You know, here goes Trump talking about building fucking border walls and talking shit about immigrants. And what is this some dumb Yahoo does? Uh, he goes in, he fucking shoots a bunch of Mexicans. He drove from, I believe, my area to El Paso to go to a largely Latin community, which for the most part, there's quite a few Republicans there and Trump supporters. And he fucking shot them all with the disdain because of their color because he was riled up. See, that's the problem whenever you you have a president that does stupid shit like that. So this well, is blood be, on Trump's hand. This is blood on his hands on both situations. It, I can see the, the correlation. However, it's still important to point out, though, that this was a big problem way before Trump took office, mm-hmm. mass shootings in general. So while, yes, I don't think he helped the scenario as far as the country and, and the divisions, but we already had a problem on our hands, which for some reason, I don't know if it was just lack of media coverage or it really did subside. Well, I mean, you could make the easy thing that people weren't out and about as much, 
but lo and behold, as soon as the, you know, as soon as the, the COVID frenzy starts to just, we start to see over the edge of that, just a hair, then it's like, bang, 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 like mass in your, well, actually that was probably yeah. an unfortunate uh, <laughs> yeah. automatopoeia or whatever, but, <laughs> but, um, but we had a problem long before Trump. So, I mean, and this is one of the most complicated problems to put a finger on and to be totally honest with you, not to get too sidetracked here, but kind of my motivation, which ultimately led to starting the show was like, what in the fuck is going on with young men between, you know, whatever the fucking age is, you could bracket it, you know, say some somewhere between 20 and 27. I don't know what the fuck all these mass shooters, but like, Definitely Some, under somehow, 30. like Definitely young adult. 30. Yeah. I mean, in their twenties, right. You could blanket statement that and just say young adult males for some reason in our fucking country uh, are going batshit crazy and killing a lot of people in, in like big numbers in one chunk. Like what makes, what is it about it? Where is the, where, where are we losing these guys to where, cause this wasn't always, you've always had wackos throughout fucking history. That's never going to, you're always going to have those people, but what kind of, what's producing this quantity of these fucking guys? You no, know I think I mean? Ben is right though. Ben is right. If um, there's a lot of dumb people out there who are easily swayed. And when you throw out the rhetoric out there, whether it's from a former president or the mainstream media, who are always at odds with each other, always, always talking about the most extreme things. You're going to get these assholes who are going to take it to the extreme. You know, this guy, uh, he has some tweets out there that are a little to the left side, you know, trashing President Trump. And for whatever reason, he goes into a supermarket and starts shooting it up. Oh, this new guy. Maybe, maybe he thought, you know, Boulder, Colorado has was a Republican district. I don't know. How? Boulder is um, the most hippie place. Now, th- now yeah, I, I know. have quite a big experience. You've been to Boulder, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's one of the most hippie places in the world. I mean, like, well, if you're not wearing, wearing Birkenstocks, you could be fined. You know, Birkenstocks with socks, you could get a fine for not wearing it there. I mean, Birken- it's just, you know, Birkenstocks, those sandals, you know, those gnarly oh, sandals oh, they wear, they wear with socks. I mean, that's a joke. It was, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> but in the end, yeah, Boulder is not a Republican stronghold and be quite honest with you. They Boulder had a, this is the other part of the story that's coming out is Boulder had a a ban on assault rifles. That was just rescinded. I believe 10 days ago. No, it was just rescinded 10 days ago. So they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work out well when they rescinded it. Ooh. He might might have already had the the assault rifle. No, no. He bought it six days ago. He did not buy. Yes, he did. Look it up, dude. This is all on CNN. I've been all over the. Oh, CNN. Oh, dude. Every other news outlet. It's like saying OAN. Come on, man. Fox News is all on it too. Everyone's saying he bought the (laughs) rifle six days ago. These are simple records that you could get and see. So no, they resell Boulder. I think rescinded. They had to because the NRA was suing them for a ban on assault rifles in Boulder, Colorado, and then so ten days ago it was lifted, and the NRA is talking all this shit, and then now what 10 days later there's a mass shooting in the place that lifted the ban that had to, was forced to lift the ban on assault rifles let's so. go back to the asian one though the the asian shooting so the the guy i mean the cops are saying that it was a sexual thing he had an addiction um were you getting i mean yeah his post might have had something no all the all anti- his posts have anti-chinese rhetoric 
So no, the dude was racist, dude. He was, it was it, it, not even so much racist. These Zionists, not Zionists, um, pro-term, uh, what Zionist? is it called? Xenophobic. Xenophobes. Oh. These are these xenophobes that are just literally taking over politics. These people are just all in whoever the new public enemy is they go after. I mean, we have bred American extremism now. If you really start thinking about it, huh? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing just one side at this point right now. I'm saying we have bred American extremism. We have that now from the, like you said, from the one thing you love to bitch about was the riots in Portland to now, you know, you see mass shooters, maybe even the autonomous zones in in Michigan, in Minnesota, right? You you were breeding extremism on both sides. And so I don't know everything about this Boulder shooter in the sense of where his political ideals were, were or what his motivations are. But I do know that at this point right now, we do have a serious problem. I think Ben was touching on it. What is going on with men under 30 that are just losing their shit? I mean, it's, it's fucking madness. You know, it, it's crazy. Where, where's the disenfranchisement? It's, it's a loss of society? hope. It's a loss but of hope. Why though? But why this has been going, but this economy, is spanning, spanning multiple presidents now. This has been going yeah. on since at least yeah. Bush. Exactly. Since to the, to the, the 2008 crash. I mean, yeah. You know, jobs are, are jobs aren't paying as much. The demands are, are quite high for a man in America. Okay. Um, you have a lot of young men growing up. Okay. Thinking that one, they're not going to get a fair shake. Okay. You have, um, Young African-American males, let's just say, who are being told that they're not going to be given a chance, that there's this invisible boogeyman called racism where they're not going to get a fair shake. And why even try? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You have that. Okay. okay hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> very <laughs> clever, <laughs> sir. Yeah. The, the first part of your, of your comments. Crowbarred that good. in there. Yeah. <laughs> your first part of your comments had some sense. And now the invisible boogeyman known as racism. Okay. So That's much right. to pick apart with That's that. That's right. But but racism is 100% not an invisible boogeyman. It's part, it, it, it's, it's a, we have had facto and de facto racism in this country since our, since the conception of the United States, even it's, as a Commonwealth colony. It's everywhere, no. dude. It's everywhere. Right. It's in every but country, racism, in, every, in the whole world. It's everywhere. Right. No one's saying that it's not right. So any other country that acts like they're not racist is stupid, but yeah. the United States has it to a significant amount. And for everyone, not just African-Americans, also people look like us, people that look like, um, you know, Asian-Americans to an extent, um, you know, South Asians, they've all experienced it. It is reality in this country. We live and in every in, country. In, right. They're, everyone's racist, right? It even happens in Mexico. So it even Mexicans, happens in India, dude. Mexicans India. who look like, right, Mexicans who look more like my skin tone typically are treated better hmm. versus the indios you privilege huh that's a well, no that's the way it is i mean if you're a lighter skinned mexican you tend there there is a dichotomy built in that so you see like your indios you see like darker skin there's always there is that so level of discrimination. I have no chance of making it in mexico you're huh? screwed that's why you had to run no i'm just joking but in the end there is that problem right there is racism in the united states right that's a real problem. That's not the invisible boogeyman. So if you're an African-American um, male, there's greater chances of you going to jail. There's greater chances of you living in an impoverished area. There's greater chances of you having shittier education. There's greater chances of basically every negative thing that can happen to a child. There's greater chances of that. Okay. So maybe 
maybe I'm just in the wrong environment because all the African men, African-American men that I know are very successful. Right. I right. mean, they're executives at insurance companies. There are pharmacists, there are oh, doctors. Bro, they are, but, I mean, they work down, they work in the towers in downtown Houston. I mean, they're really successful. Bro. Right. But you're already in that. On. That's sphere. antidotal, bro. What, is, what are you talking yeah, about? You're, that's you're already in that evidence. sphere. You're successful. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're a pharmacist. No, you're a professional. You're just a you're fucking snob. Those people. You don't hang around normal people. <laughs> <laughs> you just, all you no, hang around people. is professionals and no. pharmacists. The people I hang out with are normal people. Salesmen. I mean, I, I, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Excuse but, me. Excuse me. But Mr. they're successful. You see? Good. <laughs> the they fucking let, great they, Gatsby over here. Huh? They didn't let racism get in the way of their dreams and their success. <laughs> they didn't. They, they insert didn't that, that Leonardo, Di- yeah, yeah. The Leonardo Fuck, yeah. DiCaprio meme. Where they yeah, go. I see Rick holding a fucking <laughs> martini glass. I like, life is great because all the all the all no. the black people I know are extremely successful. They are. I mean because they didn't let race they didn't let okay. the invisible boogeyman of racism well, let me get break in the way of down. their hopes and dreams. Statistics, and their ambitions. Statistics is not antidotal, right? Statistics is raw mathematics, and statistics are always going to trump antidotal evidence. Statistically, African Americans are going to have worse every negative category you can think of. They're going to have it worse than any, and then most other races of this, you know, other than of course Latin Americans and people and, and immigrants. They're going to have that all significantly more than any other race and you know latin americans so that's statistics right math doesn't lie ever math is math yeah i mean there's different you can play and you can analyze the different things that go into producing that math you know what i mean like it's not just black and white uh, I mean, you you sound like what are the factors you sound like fucking sean there's so many that's that's the problem shit man that's the problem is that there are so many factors and just to, to pull it back for a second to outside of Sean race Penn. and just the, yeah, the I remember bigger when scope. Sean went to Iraq and he was like, all oh, the Iraqi, this is before the Iraqi war, all the Iraqi children are so happy and everything looks so great. Cause I know all the Iraqi children are just so happy while their fucking families are getting gas and shot up. by Didn't Saddam he say that about Venezuela too? Yeah, exactly. But he saw that, right? All the Iraqis he saw were happy, except that the majority of the country was enslaved. Right, so the that's ones anecdotal evidence. You sound like you and then sound he went, like you, yeah. Dude, and, he hung, that's, that's and then he hung out with El Chapo and all that. But well, let me let me finish my point real quick though. Is yeah, I don't um, hang out with El Chapo. <laughs> no, I don't either. I, I don't think that's a probably a good career move. That's a bad um, role. Yeah, you should probably avoid that. Let him do his thing and just you do your At thing. All cost. That's my yeah. That's my uh, policy. But so on the bigger scope to to pull it back out of race for a second. And we're because we, the original point was about mass shooters and why, why are these young males under 30? What the hell is going on, man? There's so many things like, yes, there's, there's economical factors. There's things that are controlled by, you know, uh, legislation and, and societal trends and things like that. You can look at that, that, that contributes. That's the problem. There's just so many things to contribute. Also though, I think you can't ignore just trends in, life and culture in general with the evolution of technology and and not to take it down a completely different path, but it's a different time. It's not as cut and dry. I, I don't think as it once was in other words, entering early manhood, there's, there's something to be said for the complications 
that uh, society lays upon people, individuals, particularly men, because of their role in the family structure. You know what I mean? The the breadwinner, the the man. I mean, as much as I'm yeah. I'm all for equality, right? But there is, man, I, I'm probably get shit for this, but there is a sort of genetic disposition to gender roles, right? In a society. Okay. Uh, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm going on record yeah. for that. There just is, man. Um <laughs> traditionally, right? The male has certain roles in the household, the female has certain roles. Not to say that's the end all be all. Those things can be swapped. You know what I mean? You can have a female who's earning six figures, the male's working at fucking a gas station. You know what I mean? Whatever. That that oh, happens yeah. too. He's taking, that, that, or he's that. taking care of his kids. He's yeah, at home. you know what I mean? A stay-at-home dad. That's true too. That doesn't mean it's wrong or it's fucked up. I'm just saying traditionally and you know, generally the roles are what they are, right? What we kind of commonly know as the gender roles for I don't know, most of fucking humanity. So, you know what I mean? If you're gonna come at me for that, I've got <laughs> fucking a billion years of shit to back me up. I'm just a saying billion years. I love this shit. I'm just billion. saying. I'm just Jesus, saying you're that, such a fucking chauvinist. God, I'm dude. not at all though. I'm just saying that genetics hasn't quite caught up with those societal trends. This has only recently happened since the industrial revolution. And it's kind of continuously progressed to where we're at now to where we're in more of a technological society where it's kind of a free for all. Honestly, I think that contributes maybe i don't know what percentage i'm not a fucking scientist but that in it itself i think is part of it too because if you notice i would say the upward tick or that exponential curve of these mass shootings are just these people flipping out and mental health issues and all these things uh now honestly you can you can point to science itself in deeming mental illnesses right like they're calling them out more just like you could call out other diseases just because there's more awareness you're going to label it more so that's going to up the statistics but i think everybody would maybe agree i don't know maybe they won't but the upward tick in uh the shootings you, mean, or, or, you see what i mean to, like yeah the shooters it, it's, it, it's, it's a similar curve it's always yeah, males. it's always males. i mean I mean, there's there's female serial killers, there's and there's shit like that, but mass shooters, they're, they're fucking male. male every time, dude. What's up with that? Every time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, it, it, it can't oh, just be all political. There's got to no, be no, a stressor. That, that that's the yeah. whole reason I brought that whole point up. Yeah, well, there's a high rate political. of suicide. Also, there's a high. There, there has been a massive yeah. spike in male suicides the last, I believe, two two years. So yeah, the, yeah. maybe it saying. ties into that. It's just another form of suicide in their minds. You know, um, you know, killed by cop. You know, going out with the blaze of glory. I mean, you remember the kid from um, from right, California who was shooting women because, you know, he, he couldn't get laid. I, I, I see what you're saying. It, while it's not just political reasons, right. There's a lot of issues. So like, you know, we can, we can go into like, I guess the real crux of the issue we really want to discuss also at some point is try to figure out like, you know, what can help fix these problems. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, there, there's definitely a displacement of a lot of males in society. I mean, roles, and society are changing quite quickly. 
Um, I think there's a lot of men that aren't sure-footed in their place in society. You know, what we like, what you're touching on earlier, Ben, with your male chauvinist views. Um, there, <laughs> there seems to be this. That's fuck fuck it, Ben. Fuck <laughs> it. All right, all right with it. <laughs> but, but when it comes down to it, men typically are are seen as you know the the strength, the breadwinners, the 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 you know the men they're the man you know and there's a lot of men who are being disenfranchised from that because they're not they can't get jobs and you know their their role in society has changed also i think it has to do with um okay they have to be young men all right they're always in their early 20s early to mid 20s okay you never see really a mass shooter that's in his 40s right well yeah the las vegas sometimes you do there's been a couple yeah i was about to say the las vegas but right but we're stuck for for the sake of the conversation we're talking about the majority yeah go ahead rick i'm sorry and and, you know when you're in your early 20s you're coming of age you're 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 transitioning from your teenage years to your young to your manhood and fuck it man manhood is tough being a man is tough in america anywhere in the world all right there's so much placed on your on your on your back that you have to succeed. You have expectations. Um, and it's a shock. And when you don't succeed in that, when, you know, you don't get the girl you want, um, you're still being made fun of even in college. Uh, you're still that dorky kid. I mean, that, that hurts and it may cause someone to react in a way where they just fuck it. They don't care. And they're yeah, going to shoot it up and they, they don't think about it. They don't think about the consequences beyond what their 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 uh, their rage and and their actions are. So anyway, that's just my point of view on that. Yeah, well, well, and to, to no, that was that was uh, great, yeah. very well put. The the thing though, too, uh, to add on to that is you would uh, you had touched on um, them thinking about their place and societies. Well, think about the different influences that are exist now that weren't before, right? So you compare that one of the things that can get to somebody's head and to throw them all off and they're maybe they're just their self-worth, their self-confidence. We're constantly being bombarded with images and like displays of what these ideals are that aren't even really real, right? Like for example, just the interactions through social media. And that's a big, that's, that has now replaced uh, like television. Okay. Let's just say, let's just simplify it. Okay. And let's just say back in the eighties, television was probably the main media that influenced people or that was projected into their brain via an outside source. Well, in a very short amount of time, and by a short amount of time, I mean, fuck, all of the three of us were alive during this course. You know what I mean? It's one lifetime yeah. of, of time frame we're talking about. One lifetime, one person, not generations, one individual. And in that short amount of time, we are now at a point where all the interactions um, are via social media. Now, the difference in social media is that it doesn't go through the same filter. This goes through some, one person can project an image, right? Like all the people, like if you go through whoever, like some, let's say some young person who's like in their mid twenties. Okay. And you just, you don't know that person. You just go through their social media, whatever perception you have of, of who that person is based on a gathering of that and interpreting that through your own brain of what you see you know, through for whatever they've projected is 
probably such a small percentage of what the truth is that it's crazy. But that's what we're, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's the interaction. That's what these people are interpreting and seeing as truth and like, fuck, I don't stack up, man. Well, Well, you know, so here's the thing. Well, growing up, you know, we had TV. All three of us, right? And we would watch shit on TV, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. And, you know, we didn't have reality shows. It was all sitcoms. Um, but, you know, and, and our parents were there to tell us, hey, that's not real. You know, that's not real life. That's fake. It's, 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 a, it's a farce. It's a story. You know, don't believe it. Don't believe everything you see on TV or anything. But here in the social media age, we don't have that filter. We don't have parents telling no. kids that's not real. That's not it's the a real blurry- thing. Yeah, it's a blurry yeah. line. It's not actors and doing a role. It's actual exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. But, but my okay, and I, I get you. I get y'all, and like I, and I agree. But you know, I it, it almost seems like you're making men to be victims, in mm-hmm. a way. No, misguided. Like like the, the like men know. are like you know men are hey you know we, we these the reality is is and I guess I let me try to put this in the most I guess. Being a man is supposed to be hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what we do. Like I like, so when we talk about social media and all this bullshit, guess what guys there, like, you know, Roman gladiators were the fucking models for men for Romans. Right. Yeah. Oh, those, those hey, guys are to, fucking warriors. Well, check you know this out. Saying? Hold on. Not, not to cut you out. Continue your point, please. I just want to interject before you, you get too far. I am in no way saying or making excuses. Right. No, I'm not I'm just, saying that. I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying the factors that are kind of leading to this trend. Right. So but the factors ahead. have okay. always, the factors have always been there though. I mean, like Roman glad Romans had Roman gladiators as men. Well, they're just different though. They're different. Persian, Persians had, you know, the immortals. Everyone has these, these, these really high ideals for, for anyone in society absent of, you know, there may have not been social media in those time frames, but there were social pressures such as war, lots of war, lots of death, and lots of shit. And men were able to hold tight. Men were able to stay strong. So I think I think the real problem is is I think there has there there really has become some weird entitlement with men. That's not true. I think I do. I do. I think men no. just need to grow the fuck up. That's just That's what true. we do. We just yeah. fucking do it. right. No, that that yeah, actually is that to... is the answer, but they don't know how to do it. That's yeah, what there's no well, guidance to it. Well, they don't know how have... to fucking do it. Right, right. They but need it... a better, they, they need father figures that are going to be there. They're gonna they're gonna tell them what the real truth is. That they're gonna tell them how to deal with the stress. Because you're right, being a man is hard. It's supposed to be hard, but you're, it's how you deal with it that makes you succeed. Well, right, okay. right, but that, but that's success. That's overall. not being taught anymore. Well, when was it really taught, though? You don't see our fathers night- taught, taught us that. Well, no, right, right, right. No, 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 but I'm talking about in reality, though. When did it really start, though? When did, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of new influences, there's not new structure with social media, stuff like that. I just, I'm just more thinking that it's, men, men, started- and the concept of men have men, men have just become not men. They've it started entitled. when everyone got trophies for participating. <laughs> I don't That's when it so. started. I, 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 no, no, no. You no. can. They can't deal with the failure. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I think it's beyond just. I mean, no. There's part Everyone's of it. Probably mijito, has, mijito, okay. you participated. You got home a trophy. That's good. Well, I think there's part <laughs> of that. I think there's probably a little bit of that, but I believe there's an entitlement. 
that men are starting to feel like I'm supposed to have all the women. I'm supposed to be successful. I'm supposed to be the world changer. Yeah, I'm because they see it on this. social media and it's not real. No, no, no. But I think that this is, and while I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think it's just social media. I think there's just a weird disease amongst men. And I mean, and then not to go back to politics, but I think that's what we've been seeing in politics too, is that there's, and this on both sides, there's just weird entitlement on both sides where there is just no room to be wrong. There's just no room for, you know, to, to do anything other than to be just, this is my way. It's just a very, I think right now we're just in a very weird, weird thing with men. And I, I think mean, men are, I think men are just, men are the, are the symptom of a greater disease going on right now. And I mean, I could, I, I can't really put my finger on it. I know part of it probably has to do with, with social media, things of that nature, but I think there's a, there's a greater symptom. There's a greater disease going on amongst our culture. Then and in in like I think Rogan talked about it a little bit too, you know, with 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 just the fact that men have become disenfranchised. And so I think there's just a bigger thing going down. And so I, I do see this as a continuing problem, you know. But hopefully, man. Uh, yeah, it's, let's it's crazy. Yeah, I think I think we cover that a little bit just for the sake of the show. I think we I definitely want to touch on because I don't some things had happened and we weren't really done discussing it last week. Well, the immigration. Yes. And and that was a great discussion. If you haven't, if you're just joining us right now, please go back to 38. Um, You know, that's one of our best discussions there, Rick. That was actually, and what makes that so dope too, is it's like, it's right here, you know, the great state of Texas, you got two (laughs) Mexican American gentlemen's from differing uh, political viewpoints but both Mexican-Americans, both Texans discussing this head to head. And that honestly, like I was one of the big shining stars of this whole fucking show um, that we've done thus far. I thought it was badass. I don't know if, you know, maybe the people that listen to us and they want to hear me talk about fucking bullshit <laughs> stories. You know what I mean? Maybe that wasn't your cup of tea, but, uh, but yeah, if, if, if you're with the whole, the whole spectrum of the skip the noise universe, um, uh, anyway, but some things have come up, right? Um, in the last yeah, couple of yeah. days, uh, there's a lot of, you know, they're holding, they're putting holds on people coming in at all, but you know, kind of the crux of the issue is like, so what do you do? These kids that are coming in, uh, they're sending them, but then they're getting stuck here and they're sending them because of the, the policy changes. And I mean, it's a fucking clusterfuck of a debate. Yeah, it's a shit I don't give, so, somebody take it. I'm going to kind of step back and let you guys tear it up. Well, look, look, listen, I, you know me. I'm, I'm really good with Border Patrol. You guys have seen my, my uh, Border Patrol merch, you know, the, the, the sadistic knife and the badges oh, and all that God. stuff and the hat. So anyway, a friend of mine, uh, a you friend your, of mine you came and your from, alien uh, sticker that's what that fucking horrible <laughs> knife yeah that's pretty cool that's anyway horrible. it's got more to, you know also, uh benjamin that, should put that on instagram one day you know yeah, i still we, have it anyway oh god but anyway so i was talking to a border patrol friend of mine this weekend and he was telling me what the conditions are really like at least in the laredo sector um down there and one thing that you know it's it's a it's a big mess you got people being put in cages or in tent cities or whatever. But one thing that really disturbed me he was talking about was how the minors are being treated, the quote unquote children. Okay. The United States government considers anybody over under the 18th as minor. 
Okay. Now, he made it a point to tell me that, you know, they separate men and women, boys and girls into their own sections because they can't be together even if they're married. All right. But the most disturbing part was that they were housing literal children, 10, 11, 12 years old in the same cages as 17 year olds. Okay. Um, And he was saying that the conditions in there are atrocious. Okay. It's hard to supervise all the actions of these 17 year olds. And and really these, you know, he's, he witnesses a lot of things. Um, Assaults are one thing. Um, These 17 year olds are, have already been gang members in, in their parts of their country. Uh, Whereas the 10 year olds have not, they haven't reached that point yet. Yet they're being housed in the same cages. There's no distinction. Uh, another thing is, you know, the the shower situation. Uh, he said it's getting better, but at one point, you know, people were just taking showers once a week, um, and there really was no plan in place to to house these people. Another sentiment that uh, are being felt by Border Patrol is that nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. Uh, at least when the previous administration was there. Uh, they got called out on it, and it appeared that everybody cared. You know, it was on Twitter. It was uh, liberal politicians. Uh, even even the conservative politicians were on it. But now, because there's a media blackout on this, they're not allowed to enter the facilities. And the, the Biden message is not being called out on it or being put to task on it. Uh, the, the overall sentiment is that nobody gives a shit about these people. Nobody gives a shit about the border patrols who are handling these people. Um, and that's where he feels that the that the uh, chaos is coming from and that nobody's being put to task. This isn't being publicized as, as the way it was. Um, and nobody gives a shit. So anyway, at least, you know, when the Trump administration was called to task on it, he instituted the uh, state of Mexico policy and that curbed the immigration, the, the crossings overall, it made people who really had legitimate reasons to want to come to America to stay in Mexico and wait for the asylum process to take hold uh, versus this open door policy that we have now that uh, we don't know. Well, what to do hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, anyway. on. So you mischaracterize the, the policy. It's not open door. That's not an, an, an immigration. No, no. Homeland Security immigration have all stated that it's not. So no, 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 no. That's just a misconception that's occurred. But the reality is, is okay. While they're, they're definitely bad, there's a bad situation going on. We did let, that's one thing we can all agree, right? There's definitely a humanitarian crisis occurring at the border right now. Children being locked up with um, what are almost adults, right? I mean, that's not appropriate. So there's definitely issues. But the stay in Mexico, so, so let, me, let me just tackle each one of those one at a time. The media blackout. Trump had a media blackout for over two years. When it came to border, when it came to seeing what happened in the borders, he didn't let cameras in until 2019 when they did that, that after they cleared out. And, you know, that the, so to, 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 to try to say, Biden, you need to show us, you know, 60 days or whatever, or 90 days into your presidency, you need to show us something that it took two and a half years for Trump to show. I don't think that's fair. Right. That's not fair at all. Um, and that's ridiculous because, you know, it's OK for for Trump to do what he did, but it's not OK for Biden to do the same thing. So that that that's one part of it. But either way, we should be transparent as the United States government and all things. But to try to hold to two different parts is, is a little much. Um, now, when it comes to Trump's policy, it wasn't a policy. 
They stagnated the courts and they slammed the bureaucratic process that crawled to a halt. So nobody was being processed. So stay in Mexico was just really just another way to avoid dealing with immigration. He didn't deal with it. He just didn't do anything about it either. While he was too busy giving bullshit contracts to people building shitty walls that fell down nine months later. So no, when it came down to it, his policy was dog shit. It didn't do anything and still hasn't. And it's led to the massive backlog of individuals trying to legally immigrate to the United States. Now, with that being said, this is not just about one um, regime's beliefs or policies versus another regime's beliefs or policies when it comes to immigration. Like I said before, immigration is a problem that we can all help by helping those who by by helping those who are coming here. So we can argue all day about oh this guy did this and this guy did that, but the reality is is everybody's fucking us over. Right? In the end that's really what it's all about. The Democrats will use this as pawns to try to further their bullshit agendas. And the Republicans will use this as cannon fodder to also further their political agendas. And no one's really coming up with comprehensive immigration reform. Trump didn't do it because all he did was, no, I'm not dealing with it. Biden's not doing nothing because same thing, I'm not dealing with it. He's not saying that it's an open door policy, but he sure as hell ain't doing nothing about them there. So it's just, it's ridiculous. I don't, I don't really think this goes beyond, this goes beyond politics. This isn't about politics. People try to say, oh, just go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that um, people are trying to say that uh, we were trying to, you know, they're trying to deal with it more humanely, more humanely. What's going on down there is not humane at all. Well, no, this whole process is not humane. I agree. I mean, not. The state of policy was probably the most humane part of the whole thing. No, it was not. It was horseshit because they were being pimped out by the gangs in Mexico. No, coming. No, dude. Yeah, but no, they, they were going back to their dude, to their home cities. They never went back. There's still, dude. There's still 450 kids. They can't find their parents right now That's because terrible. of that bullshit policy where they separate their parents. No, they they can't. They fucking separate their parents, dude. They they're still they, separating parents, dude. They still dude, are. They're, they're, no, they are not. No, these are all kids coming by themselves, dude. They separated families. Look, man. I'm not, That's what they do. We, we, can argue, we can argue all day long about this shit. But what the reality is, is that there is not humane treatment. Doesn't matter who started it. Doesn't matter who was president, who wasn't. His policy did nothing but just push the bill. He didn't come up with comprehensive reform. He hasn't. He didn't do shit. All he did was talk about us like we were all drug dealers and gang members. We're not. I'm not. I'm fucked for sure not. Well, but the reality is, is yeah. no, I am a citizen. My my mom wasn't. She wasn't illegal. My dad wasn't. He was a lawyer. My father ended up becoming a lawyer. He worked for the FCC. He worked for the federal government. You cannot continue to, to parade us as if we are nothing. And the Democrats are doing that. it too. The Democrats are doing it also. Well, here's the thing. And whatever, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's been perpetrated by previous administrations besides Biden and Trump. It goes back to 
Goggles oh, with Bonnie Clinton. No, it goes back Carter. to the 40s with the Ambrosoria program where they just yeah. they they just rounded up people that look Mexican and threw them back home to Mexico yeah, City. That's true. I remember that. Yeah, I just remember reading about that. Anyway, so here's the thing now. Why where's the outrage in, with with the libs and Twitter? You know, no, you're where's, right. where's the outrage with Dude, the with the politicians? That, I will agree with you on that because it's just political fodder. It right? is. It's okay it's for fake. it was okay for right. It wasn't okay for Trump to do it, but now that Biden's doing it. Yeah, no, no, no. We're Where not the fuck getting is a, everybody. Yeah, no, we're not getting a fucking fair shake. I'll tell you right now. Mexican Americans, Latin Americans are not getting a fair fucking shake from anybody. So no one fucking likes us. That's the fucking truth. The truth is, is that they're not going to, we're not really accepting this society at all. But that that's a whole different discussion. But in the end, this has become nothing more than just political fodder. Once again, they're just going to treat us like shit, like we're animals. They're going to either keep us out of the country like we're a bunch of fucking stark raving lunatics that are just trying to destroy the, the foundation of this country. Or they're just going to cage us like we're a bunch of animals. Either way, they're not treating the people like human beings like human beings. Right? Nobody is. Yeah. I mean, this, so it's, it's terrible. What's going on over there? It's horrible. It's horrible. I feel so horrible. bad for those people. They are. Horrible. Have you seen the new pictures that came out? Yes, they're horrible. Yeah, the, the ones that leaked out. Yes. It's just that con- the Cuellar, Henry Cuellar. Nobody, he, um, nobody has masks. They, nope. they have them, these plastic tents. Oh, they got fucking aluminum no blankets. There's air circulation, dude. Yeah. Aluminum blankets, yeah. Or whatever they are, those tinfoil blankets. Whether, you yeah, know, like what the space-looking blankets. Yeah, they're... Right, no, like, I, when you, I, I'll when tell you, you what, f- though. Oh, go ahead. you finish <laughs> the marathon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like if you're like, or if you go into shock. The blankets right. they give you so you don't yeah, go into shock. That's what they do. That's what now, they do. Here's the thing, though. You know, border patrol agents are, are, are law enforcement officers. They go into the field. They're, you know, they have to be a little bit hard because of the things that they deal with out there. How are they going to care? And I say the word care for people in, in these communities, in these tent cities. And the, the truth is they don't. They don't care. Well, okay. They're, they're just like any other prisoner, okay, that they've rounded up. Um, and that's how they, you know, that's how they talk to. There's no, I don't know. I'm well, just saying I, well, that the Puerto Patrol is not the, the people to be taking care of these people. And I, it's got to be fixed. It really does. Why well, the immigration, but, but like I said, the only way you're going to fix it, we got to stop. Once again, America has to stop attacking. Like you got to go further up the chain, right? So like the, like once again, I'll just reiterate the war on drugs. We were, we were, we we're arresting all the crackheads. Right? Why? We need a rest. We need to solve the problem. It's not the crackheads. It's not the it's not the drug dealers. It's the problem in society that's causing people to do these things. And the same thing with immigration. Until we solve the inequality between North and South America, until we solve economic progress, that's fucking that's that's where we're fucking at. Until we fucking do that, we're gonna have immigration. You know what? I guarantee you there's Mexicans that would love to be back home. I guarantee yeah. you there's El Salvadorians that would love to be back home. I guarantee you there's tons of people that would love to be back home. But if you're being hunted by gangs or if you're being, your, your life is being threatened, what choice do you have? In the United States, we're so fixated on dumb shit when we're not yeah. really taking care of who needs to be taken care of? You know, we're so worried about the Middle East and because they have oil. 
we're worried about Mr. Potato Head having a dick. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, fuck you, man. I'm that Mr. Potato Head. I'm on on that one. No, I'm so stupid. It's dumb. But that's we're worried about other, Dr. Seuss. Exactly. But we're worried about the Middle East, right? We're going to go to war for them, right? But we're not worried about our neighbors, South America. We're not worried about them, right? We're not worried about that. We're not worried that they're complete, like less than a, you can fucking throw a stone, right? To what is. You can throw a stone to Nuevo Laredo. You can, they, these fucking places are completely overrun with gangs and violence. But we, we're more fucking worried about what's going on everywhere else, except for the places we can literally fucking see. And that's the problem. That's the fucking problem. If Mexico had oil, I guarantee you there would be no gangs in Mexico. There'd be no fucking problems. It'd be like fucking Dubai over there. Oh, yeah. If fucking Mexico had oil, like a substantial amount, the United States military would have 76 bases, right? You couldn't take (laughs) a shit without them knowing. But since it doesn't have anything we really want except for slave labor, that we, we act like, oh, we hate them. And then we have all these holes in the wall for them to get through to propagate and to push up our shitty economy that's false anyways. That's fucking bullshit, man. In the end, yeah, well, it's just horse shit. By the way, we, uh, immigration or immigration, people leaving their countries to go to another one in masses is completely horrible for that country. Yes. Uh, bad. I mean, yes. it is their talent, their youth, mm-hmm. their future is leaving. Yep. Okay. Uh, but you're right. It's overrun by gangs. What are you going to do? You know, we, exactly. these gangs are, are, are these gangs have way more money, way more firepower than the militaries of these smaller countries. Yep. And you're right. I mean, if they had oil, I mean, shit, man, we'd be there. Well, no, we talk all this shit like we worry about ISIS. Fuck that. Fuck ISIS. We need to be worried yeah. about fucking like the you know real like the, oh, I'm not I'm not saying names, but we need to be worried about those motherfuckers because that's who's destroying. That's who's causing immigration. Right, you want to get rid of immigration, get rid of them. You clean up their, you help clean up their countries. We're so fucking gangster about going into Libya and doing shit or, or going somewhere else. Why don't we go to places that need our help? Really need our help that are our neighbors. But instead, we just fuck around because there's nothing there. We're not, there's nothing humanitarian we're doing. It's fucking, it's just, you want to solve immigration, help these fucking people not I want to immigrate. I actually went to El Salvador uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, you uh, it was that. a it was a layover, uh, but it stayed there for about twenty four hours. That's some beautiful beaches, man. Oh, it's gorgeous! It's beautiful a- beaches. Oh, fuck right. it, South America's well, gorgeous. It, to y'all's point earlier, uh, that was like you know uh, pretty significant when you said the fucking the people that are coming over here in numbers in mass numbers. If you just gave them a choice, answer A or answer B, would you rather stay home or would you like Denzel and fucking? <laughs> You want to go home or you want to go to jail? Exactly. Like that's what it all comes down to, right? They'd rather like if all things equal, they'd rather fucking stay home, man. They don't want to uproot their entire fucking family and come to another country. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do that. That's not option A. Do you understand that? That's not fucking option A. (laughs) Okay. So they're doing it under a very 
under large duress. amount of circumstances under duress that is causing that to be the best option. This is not fucking option A. Americans don't decide we're going to uproot our whole fucking family and go. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to make that comparison. Yeah. But anyway, but you're, tough, you're right. Man. You're yeah. right. But, that was. But the, but yeah, that's that's right. But the reality is, is to guess what? We villainize these people that would just do what any of us would do for our families, for our futures, yeah. and for our hopes. We villainize them. But the but reality the is on the is other we, foot, man. Yep. You know? We need to villainize the system. And the system is what's broken. Look, I'm not saying that we need to have, look, I'll be the first one to say, and it's almost slightly hypocritical because of how my family came over, but we don't necessarily need open borders. We don't necessarily need, we need to have control. There needs to be there has to always be control, right? There always has to be some type of rules. If you play basketball with no rules, motherfuckers would be getting fucking like kicked in the nuts and like shanked, you know, at half court. But there has to be rules. Like but arch rivals. Exactly. That was a fucking good game. <laughs> It'd be a whole other sp- sport. <laughs> yeah, <there's no> shit. <laughs> but, but you can't do that, right? Society can't be built like that. We can't do that. So what you really, what we need to do is we need to make South America a better place. Not not in our eyes, but just give them more ample opportunity and get rid of the gangs, man. If we can get rid of ISIS, right? We could sure as fuck get rid of the gangs here in South America. Easily. Like last time That's I checked, ISIS man. was rolling in like helix trucks with like like fucking 50 cows and missile launchers. And like they were they were so fucking gangster that historical sites, right? They would take these um satellite photos and show before isis and after isis right these motherfuckers are so fucked up that after they knocked down all the statues of like just historical sites that were thousands of years old they looted the whole area so it was funny one picture was this clear ground the next picture shows a thousand holes in it because they were all digging up stuff so they could sell the iniquities on the black market what kind of asshole gang goes in it isis was a gang i don't give a fuck what anyone says what kind of asshole gang not only destroys something but then sells all of his cultural heritage oh okay dude, you know what they were those like? are dicks those are dicks you ever you know uh like gi joe yeah isis was like cobra it was isis was like cobra bro. anyway so, fuck i you know, feel me? I mean, we can't we can't fucking deal yeah. with these other motherfuckers, but no. we can we can fucking clean up ISIS. So I just no, they they all. just use the the religious, they just use the the Islam angle yeah. to get fucking members, dude. If exactly. you think it was anything other than a yeah. criminal organization, you're crazy. But yep. anyway, that's neither neither. Well, we do need to start kind of. Well, go ahead. You got one. More? I was going to say. I think we should. I think the U.S. should take a cue from China. Okay. China. No, should we? No. no, 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 no. Wait, oh, let me talk shit. about it. You're going to start wanting to treat everybody like Uyghurs. No, no. China <laughs> bought Bro. a lot of uh, assets from Africa, uh, ports, okay, factories, land. We should do that with South America. Mm. Why don't we invest in South America? Where? That's how you invest in them. <laughs> we already right? have ports. Though. We already have Panama Canal. Who is the major investor? Oh, it's not, it doesn't belong to us anymore. No, but who is the major investor? United States, States of America. Yeah. Um, Costa Rica is a pretty stable country. What? Dude, Panama, I've been to Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. It is not a stable country. Oh, come bro. on, dude. It is. Uh, bro, I've been tourism. there. Dude. Take out tourism. It's done. Yeah, dude. 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 Like, like where I stayed was a pretty nice area, right? And all their walls on top of them are covered with broken glass so that people can't climb them and rob them in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. No, Puerto yeah. Rico is like, the same like, way, dude. Like, Damn. there's, there's dude, like... Is- 
Yeah, dude. That gave, that gave me an idea. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Gonna, all their no, it, all their walls are cement, so it's not wood, and they're covered in broken yeah. glass, so you can't club climb. So yeah, dude, that's uh, not not as stable the, as one would like the, to think. Costa Rica. The Chinese consulate <laughs> down the street had the that's exact a, same that's a dope setup. idea, though. I like that. <laughs> dude, broken glass. Fuck yeah, dude, you, it's man. fucking come, crazy. Come climb my shit. Yeah, Tear up man. your fucking fingers. Blood clots. Um, but yeah, yeah man. It, <laughs> but it, seriously, now, uh, yeah, we need. I mean, well, investment is one way, but we really need also decriminalize drugs. We need to find people who hire illegal immigrants. We need to do all these other things. Um, our undocumented workers. We need to figure out ways to do that. But instead, we just sit around holding our fucking dick and going, "Oh, who do we hate more or less?" The Dems don't fucking give a shit. I don't nope. give a fuck what anybody says. They don't care. And the Republicans, they just like to use us as public enemy number one. Whenever, right behind whether the there there's issues in the Middle East or there's issues with China, if those two are cool, it's right back to immigration. So either fucking yeah. way, man. Yeah, either party. You know what I mean? Like, don't get too, don't get your heels yeah. too dug mm-hmm. in because you'd think that they give a shit about any any people, brother. That's two teams. So. Uh, if you're, I made a little post today and I, I, you know, I I cut it short of the 24 hour story, uh, maximum just because, ah, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, this is a good idea in the morning. And I was like, ah, it's a little douchey. We're getting a little behind the scenes here, but as we kind of wrap up to this break, I I do want to bring a couple of shout outs, but to my point there, it's like, yo, if you, if you're avoiding politics, because you think that. Well, I don't have, I'm not a Republican. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't belong in this debate. That's the whole fucking problem. Make your own fucking team. Polit, like I said on another episodes, politics is fucking society. Society is culture. Culture is life. And you're alive, aren't you? So you do have an opinion. You do, you do have a place in these debates. This shit does matter. It affects your fucking life. So get off yeah, your ass. Like white. Stop. It's not black and white. They make no. it black and white. They yeah, make they it make black, it black and, white, and white, dude. But, but that's not. why you skip. That's why you fucking subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast and you skip the fucking noise with us and you join this. You know what I mean? This movement, if you will. Fuck it. I'll call it a movement. I don't care. We invest a lot of time and effort. This I think <laughs> this I have the right to call movement. it a movement. But a few shout outs before we hit this little break. And uh, I haven't made the decision yet. You know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'm going to go with a Mike Tacklebox tune uh, nice. to bring you guys into the second half. That's my boy. Very nice. Um, Mike Tacklebox, the traditional OG of the musical selections brought to you by Rounded Edge Media. But I do want to say a couple things. Uh, so this episode we are recording tonight is Tuesday, which means tomorrow is what? Wednesday, the 24th. Yes, sir. Uh, I will go ahead and put a stamp of approval and say I will have that out uh, by Wednesday morning uh, for your listening pleasure. I like to commit myself in that way. <laughs> so uh, I don't have any choice but to get that thing out of here Wednesday because I don't like to get it past past that. I like to get them early in the week. So anyway, that's coming out uh, this weekend. Uh, my I teased on Instagram. I might have mentioned it on the show. I will be... I've, I've got an interview I did with uh, JR of West Virginia Uncommonplace. Dude has a tremendous podcast, some great interviews. Uh, and not only that, dude just really, really does a lot for independent podcasters. Uh, really good guy. I really like conversing with him and uh, was a, a, a pleasure to be on his program. So look for that. Um, so subscribe to him on Apple or Spotify or wherever the hell you get your podcast. 
West Virginia Uncommonplace. I'll be coming out on the Podcast Collide episode coming up this weekend. So look for that. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's that's good. Man. That break. Great, yeah. great first half. Yeah, let's let's move right into this break and party in the back coming for uh, just to lay out the, the scenario. Yes, coming for your head. We're coming for your heads. We're coming for your necks, your fucking jugular vein. We're coming head, for the face whole. and chest. So we're going to move into the second half and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Take care. We are back. So at this time, presumably, maybe you're driving home on your commute, which is the whole the whole structure, which I was mentioning to these guys before we started recording. You know what I mean? You drive to work, you want to get a little a little news and politics and some good debates going before you enter the workplace and have that mindset. And then on your way home, you're driving back in the second half, you put on skip the noise. Now you're a little more, you're you know, relaxed, you're in a better mood. You want to hear the crazy shit. So before we get into the real meat of the party in the back second half for episode 39 big old salami meat as i tend to do you know it's it's no secret if you listen to skip the noise that uh your boy benjamin james has some pretty crazy dreams uh some people are just sort of prone to that i am one of those almost every single night i go to sleep and i sleep heavy i sleep like a fucking brick (laughs) i have dreams sometimes i remember them more than others but so i had one i just sometimes i just want to bring them up on the show just because it was weird and uh, at the sake of sounding like a complete uh, insane piece of shit, you know what? Here, here it goes. We're, you're oh. going to hear about it. So the other night, it was probably two nights ago, I woke up and I remembered a pretty good amount of my dream. But I'm really going to only bring up one aspect because that's the, the focal point. But just to set the scenario, this involved... Um, for some reason, I was on the football team, like, you know, I was the same age I am now, but I was a member of a high school football team, which I'm not sure it'd be interesting to know the backstory of that, but we we're coming back from a game and I had, you know, we were like putting your equipment up or whatever. And then there was a flood, which, you know, and every three months in Houston, it fucking floods like catastrophic, <laughs> you know, century hundred year floods happen here every two weeks. So floods seem to be a common theme in my dream. Uh, so, yo, therapist, if you're out there listening, maybe let me let me know what the fuck that means. You might be able to help me out with that. Uh, and shout out if you've never heard her podcast, uh, the therapist on anywhere your podcast, please subscribe. Good friend of the show. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so yeah, I had to help somebody's car had fell in the water, right? And it was some, you know, like a real rundown, probably early 80s, like fucking Dotson or something for whatever reason. And everybody was, oh, they're all freaking out. I lost my car and fucking went down in the flood. And I was kind of like, oh, Jesus, you fucking pussies. Like, all right, fucking I got to fucking Benji's got to solve all these fucking problems like every other time. 
So I call, I pointed to like two or three people like, all right, motherfucker, like swim down. Let's get this shit. Like, and everybody's going along with it. Like, all right, fuck whatever he says. So we all swim down, no scuba equipment whatsoever. It was a four man job. One guy, like we could actually do this in real life is beyond me, but this is what happened in the dream. One, one uh, male gentleman on each tire and somehow we swam and br- brought the fucking car back up. Okay. So after we completed that task, I was like, oh shit. Like I was, a, you know, man, I'm tired. Like, okay, I'm out of here, man. I'm going home. So I was walking, mind you, this is still in a high school. So whoever lost their car, this was within the confines of a high school campus that <laughs> this flood happened. You know how dreams are, right? So I'm walking down the stairs. And this is where, this is the aspect I wanted to bring up. I run into two exotic dancers. Uh, One, I believe was white, a blonde, another African-American, you know, obviously both very young, attractive ladies as most strippers, you know, that's how you make your money. Sometimes are. Yeah. What's that? As most strippers sometimes are. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you said no, something about the, night, the, the Knights Templar. Yeah, no, not always. <laughs> the Knights it, depending Templar. What, I thought oh, I was like, whoa, I, I didn't have any kind of that comparison, but whatever. <laughs> tell that, that, that would have been. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so these two ladies were on the staircase and it was almost like, so I got the impression. I don't remember if any of this was stated, but it was like, you know, COVID has provided hard times uh, if you are a stripper or exotic dancer. Right. Obviously. Okay. If that's your means of paying your rent and making cash happen for your bank account, it's been some tough times, dude. And you've probably had to resort to other methods. I'm not going (laughs) to delve into what that might be, but um, let's just (laughs) exactly did some temp work. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you you might've seen an uptick in some, some hot uh, temp workers recently in the last uh, year or maybe not, but nonetheless. So these two young ladies, and they were very nice and very pleasant. They were trying to sell me. One of them, a matter of fact, had a briefcase and they were trying to sell me some products. Okay. And I think they might've even mentioned like, Hey, yo, COVID for strippers has been hard times. We're out here pushing uh, basically sex merchandise. And I was right up front in telling these ladies that like, yo, before you even open this fucking briefcase, I need you to know something about me. I'm a very strong believer in, I don't bring any paraphernalia into my bedroom for any of the activities. I'm a very strong believer in that. The, the, the highest power, you know what I mean? God, yeah. right. Ja whoever brother they provided us with 10 fingers okay i've got a cock i've got a mouth i've got you know what i mean like i've got plenty of equipment to 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 handle to to deal with i'm not sure and this is how i feel in real life i don't think it's a good idea to start bringing fucking paraphernalia into your sex life you can, I get it. It's fun. Whatever you want to do in your bedroom with your <laughs> consenting, whatever you want to do with your consenting partner is your business, dude. I'm not hating. Whatever you want to do, bro. That's fine. I'm just saying my stance. I see it a little bit of a, of a bigger thing. I think it's a, it's funny, you know, sex is something to joke. It, you know, it's a funny topic, but on in a real 
and I'm talking to the skip the noise list in a real sense. I just feel like, no, man, it should be two human beings and whatever you got, whatever equipment God gave you, that's what you're working with in the bedroom. I don't believe in bringing objects into the, the scenario. That's just how I feel. And that's what I, mean, I told not this girl. everyone has a footer, man. Okay. Just want to put it out there. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. Definitely don't have a footer. That's I'll go on record as saying it's definitely not a foot, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, Hey, it's, it, it, yeah. But <laughs> Hey, you're fucking listening though, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta admit, dude, like fucking fucking, awesome. I'm bringing you along for the journey. So I told, I told one of these young ladies that, and the African-American one was kind of like, Hey, yo, like I, I get it. Like I'm kind of with you, you know, but I'm just saying it's hard times, bro. Like we got to hard sell these, these things. Like she kind of leveled with me. Like, yo, I kind of honestly, yeah, I, I feel you. So I was like, okay, cool. So me and her kind of vibe, like I got you, but the blonde was still like, well, I, like, you know what I mean? She was like the car salesman, like, well, fuck this Nissan's got fucking the backwards uh, <laughs> reverse cam and shit. Like that was the scenario I was in. <laughs> like she was still like, yo, your kids are going to die. If you don't have this fucking backwards reverse cam, like, yo, we drove without the reverse cam for fucking a century of automotive. That's so <laughs> stupid. Okay. Oh and now, and now I'm, I'm wrapping it up. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> She pulled out a product and she's like, did you know? And this is, I'm going to propose this. This is why I didn't bring this up to y'all. Cause I wanted this to be a surprise <laughs> to the two pharmacists. And I didn't Google this shit either. Cause I didn't want this thing on my search history, this question <laughs> or, 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 or this queer. I didn't, I want I didn't want to put this query into my Google search. Okay. I didn't want anything to do with it. Only in my imagination. She said to me in the dream, she goes, yo, if you, if you like had a little, she had like a little vial, a little droplet of iodine. She's like, yo, if you drop a little couple drops of iodine on your chick's asshole, it'll, it'll tighten. <laughs> Bro, I'm not lying. This is what she said in my dream. She huh. said, it'll tighten up and like, it's going to be dope. Is it real? And I, <laughs> Dude, that's what that's why I'm asking you guys, the pharmacist. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, hey, yo, like I'm not bringing iodine. I said I already told you my stance, so whatever. And then I woke up, but I woke up with this question: like, <laughs> dude, is there any fucking validity? Do porn star? You know what I mean? Like, is there some? Is this something that like somehow I learned by osmosis? Like, are <laughs> do porn stars do shit like this, or is this a thing? I mean. Not that I'm not, not, not going to Google it, dude. I'm not, not that my pharmacy specialty has anything to do with iodine and puckering up assholes, but um, I'm pretty sure man. that that does not cause an asshole to pucker it's unless false. it's burning. That's unless it, unless it's burning your asshole. No, did, did, we, establish, did we establish that that's false claim? That's it's, not it's, only false, it's going to make her asshole look like it's bleeding. It's going to look pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. It's not going to be the it's not going to be the experience not only that, you're hoping for. Do you know what it's going to have that's going to do to you? I yeah. mean, oh god, and then you going <laughs> oh, into no. this oh. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the only thing that I know can pucker up a an asshole is probably Botox. Yeah. Botox injections. Well, no, 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 okay. it was no, it, it happens. Right. Yeah. No, it, I thought it would loosen it up because the, the injection would would lo- release the, the the muscle. 
It doesn't it constrict the muscle? It doesn't like stretch it? Isn't that how it works with your face? No, 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 no. That's so it, it deadens that muscle. So that's why it goes placid. Oh, so remember, you have a lot of skin. Yes, yeah. it goes placid. So instead of it being in a continual phase of tense, it releases it, I believe. Oh, that's not good. So botulinum no, toxin. So really, you would just shot in someone's asshole. They would just have a loose asshole. The exact hmm. opposite of the iodine theory that we were easy. testing. <laughs> Either way. You know, man, we need we wanna... need that. The more you know star that just went across the screen <laughs> right now. I just thought that it was dope that I was getting this advice from these strippers who were like, Oh, oh have, they had to return the iodine. They had all the science. Yeah. No, I didn't buy it. I <laughs> woke no, up. Man, with, ben, yeah. had, ben has like four bottles. He's like, fuck, I got to take this. Dude, down. that makes sense. Though. Uh, I just had a light bulb moment. You know, yeah, in the right? scene of um, Wolf of Wall Street where he snorted the cocaine off the asshole. Yeah. Is that cocaine? Wouldn't that constrict? Yes. Asshole? Now that possible. Yes. yes. Dude. Because Maybe it causes yeah, vasoconstriction. It causes vasoconstriction. If there's construction, it tends it up and you can snort the cocaine off her asshole. There you go, man. Oh boy. Done. Yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> that's, let's go that's, to Vegas. That's smelly cocaine. I don't know. Cocaine has already enough issues. Now you want cocaine tainted and <laughs> possible shit. So let's just go. Let's go all in. Either way, I think we uh we all learned something there. So yeah. and like I said, man, uh once so again, look, no matter how I, fucked I, up my dream, actually the more fucked up my dreams are, the more apt I am to share them. So I'm laying it out there for you guys. This is I'm I'm giving you a window into my psyche. Um, you know what I mean? Despite how weird it makes me seem. Um, I don't care. It's entertaining awesome. for the no, show. That's good, man. I'm not this ashamed awesome. of it. I'm so but I, I genuinely, we, I, I genuinely wanted to know if I mean I don't know much about iodine other than like it's in shrimp and shit and sea life. <laughs> it's in shrimp and sea life. You get some salt. Some salt has uh, iodine. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, dude, yeah, liquid um, iodine is not going to cause any type no. of puckering. Nope. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I guess we solved know. that. We solved that fucking mystery. But so on, on to the next thing, which is this is what we really wanted to fucking get <laughs> oh, after. This no, 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 no. We really wanted to talk about the asshole of the thing. Well, That's we did. We I mean, I, I definitely did. Um, but so we, we should make call, a show so, just an asshole show, you know? Anyway. Yeah, we could. They probably that uh, exists. I'm sure there's somebody oh, on on sure. Anchor. There's some. Anchor podcast. No, no, no. I just wanted to set up what we're about to talk about. So, um, obviously, skip the noise. You know, every every few episodes, we touch on the possibility of life from outside our our galaxy or our at least World. our planet. Okay, uh, UFOs, UAPs is the new jargon. Um, we talk about these a lot. Plus, it's it's come up quite a bit in the last year or two, as the the need and the sort of the public, uh, you know, what the the discourse has been a lot more open with the government and these things recently than it has been in our lifetimes. I can say that for sure. So we call. I, I have to say, I think even before we had mentioned that the the 180 day disclosure clause that was part of the stimulus bill uh, when Trump was still president uh, that <laughs> Jeremy so pointed out on episode 37. Uh, so what's the date now? June 25th is when, so. yeah. according to whenever the, the timing of the thing. So basically the, the CIA, all the intelligence agencies have until this time 
to fully disclose everything that they know or that they've gathered about um, UAPs or UFOs is the, the common uh, historical term. So another thing I wanted to point out is earlier in 2020, and, and it skipped the noise that all three of us have been kind of in unison on this, that, hey, 2021, you know, we've all followed to some degree or another the, the study of this kind of shit, you know, alien life and UFOs, the phenomena, as if you will, that disclosure has always been brought up, man, since the fucking 90s, like, oh, it's going to happen this year, blah, blah, blah. It really looks like it. We all concur that like, yo, 2021, this is when we're actually getting some information that could be fucking significant for this study. Um, they developed back in August. It was announced that there is a UAP task force that is supposed to, that is in charge of gathering information on everything cited. Um, but anyway, the recent event that we want to talk about, Ben, I want you, you to introduce this topic. Uh, well, there's just been a flood of stories, and especially I saw yeah. a lot hit the front pages today. One in particular that caught my my opinion was that basically the military is already kind of talking about possible technologies that the aliens could possibly have. One of them being that the craft that they cited, I think this is even coming from the favor, the, the favor video where you see the, the jet pilot chasing after them was that these crafts were moving faster than the speed of sound without a sonic boom, which is leads to so many different possibilities. So what they're kind of doing is preempting technology that will probably be what's going to, you know, to be the big, the big, the big actual revealer. So in order for something to travel faster than the speed of sound without a sonic boom, it would have to have no resistance, which is impossible. And on top of that, it would have to almost in a way defy gravity. It would have to defy thermodynamic laws. It would have to do all these things. Physics. It has to defy yeah, physics. Exactly. And the only way to do that would be by nullifying some of the laws of physics, mainly gravity. But we, we and it is crazy when I brought this up because, and Rick, you, I want you to chime in with what you said too. But one of the, my concept was that we're kind of talking about anti-gravity technology now. Like these guys are able to project and move things through matter without resistance. And the only way you're going to do that is nullifying gravity, which is what they're kind of already explaining in some of these leaked stories, supposedly leaked stories, or some of these leaked reports, which is pretty fucking awesome because once we can nullify gravity, then everything is possible, right? The possibility of travel becomes unbelievable because if we can nullify gravity, then what keeps us from lifting a whole city and taking it into space? Nothing. That takes away our worry about moving large-scale operations into space, which is fucking nuts. But, but chime in with your thought on that too, Rick, because I thought that was really fucking fascinating. So, yeah, it's fascinating because here's the thing now. It's not just the technology that they come up with. It's it's the, the, the physics. It has to be retaught. Right. If you come up with a, a mechanism or law whereby you can travel at sonic speeds and not create a sonic boom, 
And you know how that's done. I mean, you've just rearranged physics, you know, from A to Z. Right. It's got to be, you got to think about how the world, the universe now works again. Right. Uh, completely different because uh, Sonic Boom, what it is, is as you're traveling uh, really fast, uh, the, sp- the, w- the sound waves are compressing in front of you as you're traveling faster. So a sonic boom is when you go faster than those waves and you break through that wave and you create a boom. Okay. So how is this, how is this thing able to traverse through the air and not make a sound, even though you're going faster than the speed of sound? How, you, how does it break through these waves and not make a sound? I mean, think about that. Yeah, if you matter bending. Out, you're bending matter. You're bending the laws of physics, like you say. You're bending reality almost to make yeah. something like that occur. I mean, it almost makes me think that maybe the propulsion system is something to the is probably being this ship is probably blown being flown in another dimension, and they can go super fast and you don't hear it. Um, and it's oh, okay. just because- so do you think that okay so do you think like when they're flying they hop from like our dimension to another dimension to achieve these supersonic speeds exactly. and hop back in that's exactly. fucking cool i didn't even think about that so what we're yeah. seeing is the signature so that's why these things seem to disappear for a second and we almost and probably even machines there's almost an optical illusion that they're still in our realm but they're popping in and out yeah, and the, the drives are causing some type of energy flux that can kind of be seen almost as a trail, but really they popped in and out of existence on our plane. That's exactly. Wild. I'm pretty sure that if you're, you're flying a jet, you're trying to shoot a missile at this thing, you're not going to hit anything. It's going right. to go right through it. And right. the reason is that it's not there. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, the, that that's one of the concepts that people always talk about, especially in sci-fi being able to travel beyond the speed of light is by creating basically a bubble of which is like an antimatter, anti-gravity bubble, which can therefore you can violate the laws of physics in this bubble because you've recreated a whole dimension in it. So you'll exactly. be able to move in and out of space without breaking the laws. Cause you've literally created like, I guess you could say subspace, this bubble. I, they always try to say like a bubble. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that I, I thought what I see, I just thought, oh, they're using some type of anti-gravity. But the concept that you thought is even fucking greater, because if they're popping in and out of reality, either way, this is fucking nuts, because they're talking about technology now. This is how you slowly release technology, right? This is how you slowly release, like, to the public, the concepts of these type of, 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 of this type of technology. Right. I mean, it's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking nuts. And so I, I, to me, I just, I just think this is us getting closer and fucking closer to disclosure. And so with Wait, that being it. said, right. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, think about it. I mean, in our, in our reality, in our dimension, right. You can't go faster than the speed of light. Right. Okay, you you have to create a sonic boom when you go past the speed of sound. Right. Um, but what's to say that um, you know you don't put on like a let's just say a ring like the like Lord of the Rings and you disappear into another dimension. Right. And you can you can literally travel faster than the speed of light. You can travel faster than the speed of sound. You may create a sonic boom, but on this side you won't hear it. You'll just see it. 
So anyway, I don't know, man. I, I hope I hope they release it. I hope it leads to good things. Hopefully they don't make, you know, supersonic nuclear missiles or anything well, like that. Of course they're going to. Of course they're going to. <laughs> of course they're going to make dimension-jumping nuclear weapons. Of course they will. <laughs> because what, that's what we do. We do oh, shitty fuck, things man. to fuck everybody up. But I like now that Disclosure is not just coming out saying, oh, we, we saw the, the, the Tic Tac. Now they're saying, well, the this this the, whatever it is had the ability to travel faster than speed of sound without producing a sonic boom and for most people they're like okay but for people that actually understand physics signature. more right when you understand physics more you know that the faster you go the more heat you make yeah. and not only that but the the fact that their uh government officials are freely discussing this with the media and exactly. saying like yeah we've observed things that don't fit into the parameters of what our science can explain exactly and that, that to me is, is the beginning is, of it that's what i'm saying like that did not happen nope like if you're if you're young <laughs> young skip the noise listener the reason we're making such a big fucking deal about this is we've the three of us have been interested in this shit for fucking ever ever there has mm-hmm. never been a time where the air quotes, the man has made statements like this yep. Yep. ever. I mean, uh, I sent this okay. shit to my wife and she was like, is this fucking real? Like, is this a real story? Is it is this really? Because the ramifications of this is it's, it's insane. People, they're talking about alien technology or at the very least, they're talking about technology that supersedes us by generations. This isn't just a 10 or 20 year leap. Like people jerk off all the time going, oh, in the 1800s, they had horses. In the 1900s, they flew. This is beyond that. This is a complete redefinition of mathematics, understanding of physical matter, the understanding of the universe. And they're just saying, oh, you know, it it could travel without a sonic boom. (laughs) But if for most people that take that same, like, wait, well, hold, what? Well, hold on a second. If you, you know what I'm saying? So to me, I, yeah. I just, this is huge. This is huge. And so with that being said, my tinfoil hat really went hard in the paint because I was just sitting there going, okay, so disclosure is happening, right? This is going to fucking happen at some point. I mean, I really think it's this year. I could be wrong, but guys, I think something's going to be told to us because there's no way they're releasing this much information without, you know, they're, they're giving a little bit at a time to get us ready for the big moment. But I was thinking, right. COVID. And, and, and I'm not and please, this is just, this is just everyone fucking take this as brain candy. Don't fucking go running around oh, wow. saying this crazy motherfucking Mexicans talking this stupid shit about COVID. Okay. <laughs> but just take oh, it boy. as fucking, just take it oh, as fucking boy. brain candy. Aliens okay? and COVID. Here we go. So what happens, right? If COVID was actually manufactured for disclosure, Right. What happens if COVID being it's a virus, right? Anyone, and then, so just a quick synopsis of the viruses, they inject um, their machinery into cells and co-opt it to make new cellular proteins for themselves and to reproduce because they lack the machinery because they're very rudimentary um, organisms, you could say. They say they're not alive, but their abilities are pretty lifelike. 
But what happens if COVID was manufactured so that it would produce proteins or something to protect the human populace in preparation for disclosure? So that's why it was released naturally. And so now they're giving it, now that it's kind of done its thing naturally, I was like, oh, we have all this vaccine that so just happens to be here. But the reason why they kind of did that was because in a way they were preparing us because they knew that 1% of the population exposed to these aliens was going to die. So instead- Old people? Yeah, well, yeah, just one to one percent. I mean, because remember, it could be old people, but it could be anybody, also kind of, right? But yeah. what happens if they already knew one percent of the population? So to soften the blow of alien microbes, they manufactured a virus that would do it all before they got here, and then inoculate us and prepare all the strong ones that survive, which really isn't strong, but ninety-nine percent of the people that caught it that survived. It would fortify them to prepare them for what is coming. That's a really big tenfold hat, man. Dude, I'm telling I you, I know. fuck it. That's, I went all in today. Man, I, I don't know. That's, that's that's a bit of a stretch. What it could have just been some, you know, some bat that, you know. No, but we think about it though. What happens? I mean, think about it. That's why it was manufactured. That's why it was released. What what that's why there were so many idiosyncrasies with this whole disease. Like, oh, wear masks, don't wear masks, do this, don't do that. So much misinformation coming from so many sources that actually propagated. And then once, you know what I'm saying? Like, and even the, yeah. in the beginning, they said, oh, masks, don't, don't stop it. And now, oh, yeah, masks, stop it. But they said, well, but, but it really doesn't. It really does You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, what happens if the whole point was really for it to be just spread throughout the country, throughout the world? I mean, that would that. be a reason why we have COVID. I mean, that's the best reason I've heard. Well, have, we haven't been given any any more information about COVID's existence nope. other than, you know, it's, we know it's created. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Everyone, it was created. Okay, it was fucking created. Yeah. But what happens if it was created in preparation for, for a reason? I, well, and it was because, you know, no one wants to think that when you know fucking ET lands, one percent of the population of the world dies because of yeah. microbes and alien, whatever. I think it the is. vaccine is is part of that. Yep. And so we're fucking taking the vaccine in preparation for our alien overlords. That's what the fuck is going down. Well, dude. that's why I haven't taken the vaccine yet. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Then you're fucked because they're going to fuck you up. No, and man. I, I, I've i seen enough daytime TV to, to see the stupid <laughs> Lord commercials. It's like, I know that in about 10 years, we're going to see like, if you've oh, taken the COVID vaccine and you have mesothelioma, please call the law office of douchebag and douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Their number is fucking awesome. That's inside, dude. That's inside baseball right there. Good, that is, good. Uh, that that was awesome. beautifully done, Rick. That's that's, awesome. that's like a that's dog whistle. That's only the three of us get that. But that's oh, a, <laughs> that's if you watch Maury. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I just thought it was fucking crazy that you know we I really there's a lot more coming out. So either there's some really fucking crazy technology that somebody has, you know, either rocket man that keeps going by the fucking LA fucking like, you know, by the fucking LAX, the rocket man flying by that shit all the time. They haven't caught him yet. Yeah, exactly. You got this fucking, yeah. They haven't even, this motherfucker. Yeah, right. You got fucking Iron Man flying around. You got fucking everything. Dude, I'm telling you. He's in fucking, he's in like, uh, 
what's I don't know the term. I was gonna say international, but it's not really international. But like, I mean, motherfuckers in like airspace, like prohibited. Exactly. You ain't supposed to be up there on a jetpack, dude. And he's <laughs> fucking doing it, bro. Maybe he's multidimensional yeah. too, you know. Exactly, dude. We're fucking. Dude, no, I, I think guys, it's going. No, he, down, that's bro. just a dude. That's just no. like fuck it. But but that's why. So I was thinking. So I really think that I so I saw that story. There's multiple stories about other other things that the military basically are stating that they don't understand how they able were able to do this. And apparently they're sitting on a fuck ton of reports. So at some point, even if you start looking at all these reports and saying, let's, let's just run Occam's razor by it and say, you know, the simplest explanation is, is the most, you know, it's typically the true one. When does that become the reality? Whenever you, let's say you have 10,000 cases right? 1% of them have veracity, which is typically in all of reality, things typically happen to occur quite a bit more than 1%, right? The veracity of this is the, 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 the problem, the sheer probability now is that there's something going on and that we're going to be fucking alerted to it. And whether it is, if we got whether, you know, Rick turns inside out when he meets the over alien overlords, because he didn't take his COVID (laughs) vaccine. Nice are not it, it's it's a big deal man i really 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 you really know, and it's crazy they don't make kids the kid push hasn't gone through because maybe they were born with it and only certain people oh, older shit, people the fucking indigo fucking children older people, bro. yeah fucking older people weren't born with it that's why they fucking get fucking murked by fucking covid bro Dude, I'm fucking hitting this shit. There, uh, there's gonna be helicopters Dude, outside fucking, in a little bit. Bro, my daughter can edit a fucking TikTok video. Like I can write one plus one equals two. Yeah. <laughs> like they're di- they're fucking yes, bro. <laughs> nice. They're different than us, bro. Nice. Dude, and my son, my son headshots we- kids on fucking destiny. Not <laughs> even thinking. I can't fucking whack 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 whack. I mean, I can barely. Shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can barely make like bullshit jumps on fucking supermarket bike dude i yeah. i was not able to hit it i can barely hit the ducks and duck hunt all right exactly yeah no, my son saying. dude like, i saw him i saw him take out like seven dudes with all headshots and just single shots just running around with a sniper rifle i'm like dude, what is wrong with you i tried to play I like was whenever scared. i was intimidated bro, when, whenever Fortnite was all the rage and like my son and my sister-in-law were playing that shit like i tried to get in the mix a little bit like oh let me try this and Dude, like, <laughs> how do you understand that many fucking buttons? Like, people are building shit and they're jumping, <laughs> and then they're like changing yeah, weapons, yeah. and then they're zeroing in on my fucking temple, and they're like, boom! I couldn't last. Like, I couldn't even have fun with that fucking game. I like that like, game. I, I like that game. I mean, it was. It's a great thing. I mean, it's all. I know it's over now. Like, it's not even cool anymore. But when it was like at its height of its popularity, like I kind of dipped into it for a second. And uh, I just, yeah, I couldn't understand that. That was the one thing that stuck out to me was like, who the fuck are these <laughs> kids that their minds can do all this shit? Dude, I, I'm it, telling dude, you, it surpassed my, I, I couldn't. Well, that's it, why COVID doesn't affect kids. They're already kind of inoculated. Like They're after a certain inoculated. time frame where older people are fucked I'm up saying, by dude, it because they didn't that- get the fuck. I'm telling you, the end, it's the indigo dude, generation guys, or whatever. I'm telling you right now, there's gonna be fucking black helicopters dropping down, man. It's fucking going down. You're, there I, it is, I, man. I'm telling you, know, you. 
Uh, you guys talk about Rocket Man. I want to see him fly over Area 51 and see if they Ooh. catch him. Yeah, they're going to hit him with we a missile. Him, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. No, Area. I, well, I don't know. I mean, they, they still, I know Area. Oh, by the way, fucking going to head out to fucking Roswell this oh. summer. It's on the family vacation list. I'm oh, fucking shit. cannot nice. wait. I'm taking a million pictures by aliens. Um, but I think they still test quite a bit of military hardware out there. So I would probably not do that. Also, that area, quite a few nuclear bombs were detonated out there. Remember, <laughs> there's, there's, there's some areas over there that has quite a bit of radioactivity still. Yeah. yeah. So, no, you know, from all, the, from all the Los Alamos tests and all that shit. And yeah, we decided we're just going to try nuclear weapons. Right Why not? By- in our own country. Pretty soon we're going to have a multi-dimensional nuclear weapons too. Oh so my God. Can you imagine awesome. that? Oh, you might. Okay. So there's this writer called Ian M. Banks, right? And so instead of a weapon, like, like what you think, like, oh, an interdimensional uh, nuclear weapon. Instead, what he would do was it's fucking crazy. Pin size black holes. <laughs> Does Sorry, that man. scare you? Okay. No. <laughs> Uh oh, they got him. <laughs> Fucking overlords oh, found him. Yo, that's the scariest feeling when you feel something go get your foot, isn't it? Uh, and for uh, for everyone at home, Rick literally Sorry. just jumped out of his seat almost Dude. and acted like, yeah, it, no, it, we, it's just, we thought we thought the aliens got Rick. There's a little there's a little fly or something. It just it hit my ankle. It's pretty close to my nuts, man. No way. Oh uh-uh. man, that ain't a fly, dude. I thought, uh-uh. <laughs> fucking aliens, bro. You just you just got your nuts tickled by an alien. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're trying to get fresh with you. They're trying to figure out why you're not taking the vaccine. But anyways, <laughs> fuck, dude. I, I'm telling you, man, it's just fucking awesome. I really, and the best part is, is I'm gonna be in that area around the time that at that time. Yeah. All Yo, right. you're gonna you're gonna have to zoom in. We're gonna have to record like for oh, you. Oh, dude, I'm gonna, gonna be blast. live. So look forward to that this summer. Oh, dude, there's gonna be lights in the sky. We're gonna fucking do a badass podcast. Oh yeah, dude, it's gonna be fuck great. yeah, dude. It's Get your bring your great. laptop and do that shit from outside. Oh, for we'll go sure. live from the fucking uh, for source. Sure. For fucking sure. I'm gonna, oh, dude. I'm gonna get a video of fucking Roswell. It's going down. But that being said, guys, I think we. I think we've i think we've run the course so i think by hopefully oh, you've already made it home with uh ben's analogy earlier hopefully you're pulling in the garage <laughs> it was a nice peaceful drive you know you're not too paranoid about the aliens taking you yeah, um yeah. yeah you know but uh now it's a uh, saving private ryan moment you know you're gonna go through that door the wife's gonna probably oh, yell at you a little bit fuck, gonna dodge dude. it dude, <laughs> what? jesus what what wow okay look if every time you walk into your home and you feel like it's the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan, you need to get you need to just go ahead and move on. Cause guess what? <laughs> That's fucking dramatic. If you if you walk in your house and it's like you're being jarred by military shells and dudes running around holding their own arm, you're in a bad relationship. And you need to get out of that relationship immediately. Yeah, and you know, get counseling. Yeah, you know, you know how like you know how like the boat, the, the, the little the little door opens, and then the <laughs> ding, 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 the, the solar start like moving to the sides. Oh, God. Yeah, that's sometimes that's oh. what it's like to come home. You know? Oh my so God! Anyway. You know, Rick, you just acted like like you're walking into like one of those like pillboxes with like a machine gunner opening up. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Okay. Anyway, this is on that positive day. note about relationships, <laughs> love, and marriage. Um, <laughs> where can they find us, B? Oh, everywhere, brother. But the main thing you can find us is uh, Instagram is kind of the home base, man. That's where we do most of our activities. Skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. Follow us on there. That ha- that provides actually the link tree that can get you to the, all the other information. But I do have a TikTok account. I do have a Snapchat account. Neither which of those are, are extremely active, but... Um, look at, look me up on the, uh, skip the noise, one word podcast, like it's the last name on, uh, that's the same thing as that it is for the Facebook. So if you have the means look us up either one of those, but Instagram is kind of where it's at, um, uh, is, but you can, like I said, you can reach me on any of those, those platforms. I try to be pretty active on Instagram, making posts and stories every single day try to keep you guys informed on what's going on. A lot of the stuff we can't get to, we can't cover on the show. So I try to introduce little stories or or thoughts or things that you should be thinking about uh, in that regard. And uh, you know, things are happening, man. We're doing, like I said, I got that. um, Wanted to remind you guys the interview um, or the podcast collide episode. I'm going to be on, on West Virginia. Uncommonplace is going to come out this weekend. I think probably Saturday, depending on what time zone you're in, maybe like Friday evening, something like that. But please look forward to that. And obviously I'll be promoting that this week. If you look on Instagram and uh, all the other places, but yeah, we're excited about that. Uh, Making a lot of connects, man. We got some podcasters joining the ranks and getting on the, the skip the noise train. So we're excited about that, but we're, also excited just to keep bringing you guys as much information as we can possibly provide and we would appreciate y'all's feedback so you know likes subscribes all that good stuff um feedback provided either through direct message email skip the noise podcast at gmail.com so if you got any questions or concerns anything like that send it to me there also uh what else what's another front you can get at me but I know we propose this all the time. If you got issues, you got things you want to talk about. The the, the you doors issues. You got issues, not personal issues. <laughs> you you talking about your baby daddy. Yeah, we're not know, really gonna. Get, I'll be honest with you. We're <laughs> probably not gonna get into any of that. But if you got issues, you know where you're at. Any some kind of broader, maybe it applies to more than one. <laughs> you feel like you're walking home to a pillbox. <laughs> yeah. If your issue applies to more than ten people. Yeah. Uh, bring that to me. If it's less than 10, yeah, we'll go ahead and keep that to yourself. You may want to go on to another podcast to reach out for help for that. But other than that, uh, let's, you know what? I'll end the show. Uh, we'll just go all mic tackle box tonight. We'll kind of lead you into a groove there. Uh, any last thoughts guys, before we, we get out of here for the week, Rick needs a hug. No, I'm good, man. Thank you. We all all need hugs. (laughs) No, anyway, if, yeah, keep oh, looking up to the skies. Keep looking up to the skies, people. Cause yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. It's, com- it's coming. It's coming, guys. And you heard it here first. Oh, or I hope you did. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great week. <laughs> we'll see you. Take care. Bye. Night.